If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Yellow, everybody. Welcome to We Say Things. I'm on 67. Sunset here with Cinderin. How you doing, big boy? You know what you just, you reminded me of, you've seen this clip, right? With that guy who speaks really, really fast with auctioning. Yeah. It's like, uh, the auction, what is it? It's actually an auctioning championship, right? In the US. You can be the best at anything in the US. I think there's actually <laughs> just a competition for absolutely everything. You can be the uh, best at being the worst, right? That's definitely. Yeah. You win well. that one. Congratulations. Cinderin. Thank you so much for that compliment. I'm just yes, very absolutely. happy to be the best yeah. at something. That's all that really yes, matters. Yes, of course. It's uh, you should be. Speaking of the best being of a dick everything, isn't easy. being a dick mm. is very easy. Being actually, the dick, <laughs> the dick though, <laughs> that's another story entirely. Uh, but before we get started with the episode, as per norm, our patrons, our beautiful in Bruges here. Get to say we get to say their names out loud. I'll take the first half syndrome. So thank you to real life Papega, Nate Thicko zero one Ham Scrotes. What the <laughs> fuck? Okay, that's the weirdest <laughs> name we've gotten so far. Ham Scrotes. Okay, I pinched the tip of my penis to enter Ultra Instinct. Bacon? No, not that bacon. The other bacon. Lick, Puco, and then in parentheses, I support the broom head. Oh, we've get we're getting fans now for the for the bends. That's like right. It. Tickles, Shark TM, Hoey nine eight eight, Xbox Sex Enthusiast, Freshly Seasoned Goat Balls, Change Will Happen, Poop Feast four twenty, and Do You Like Tony Parker? And the answer will continue to be absolutely not. He cheated on Eva Longoria and he's scum. See, so here's the thing about this. I like that he just keeps this name and you have to say no every week because <laughs> it reminds me of in Bruges. Oh. It's it's great. It's like a second. Uh, it's a second running thing. I love it. Yes, that's great. All right, Ben Broomhead has a broomhead. Ben Jackson is superior. Yeah. Uh, Dop Chosnick means garlic. Fane underscore man. Okay, here it is. Ben Broomhead is a man of the people, supporter of the podcast since the very beginning. Ben Hamming probably hasn't seen him Bruges. Why is he called Ben Hamming? There's a lot of bends. I, I've lost track at this point, if I'm being honest. Pitch Black, Fellowship of the Ping, DG, Terry Tip, Wooden Aftertaste, Duntalk, The Coward, Dyslexic Lawyer, Anonymous, and Runny Keel. Thank you guys so much, as always, uh, for your inbruch tier support of the podcast. It really, it really does mean a lot that you keep supporting this. And of course, if other people are interested in chipping in, there's different kinds of tiers. And you can find them all at patreon.com slash we say things and see how you can support the podcast if you're having a good time. Very good, Cinder. But as always, it's completely completely voluntary. And there's no, how to say, there will not be any podcast content locked behind it. You know what's not voluntary is you watching in Bruges. I feel like you have been mistaken about what this is all about. I was actually thinking about this. 
I probably should have brought this up at the end, but in case I forgot, I think, and who was telling me this? Was it, I think we got a suggestion and I never really thought about it. Maybe we did. I don't know, but you tell me. Once the whole COVID thing is over, let's just assume it's over. Uh-huh. You watch In Bruges, and as a celebration, we both go to Bruges and do a podcast there, do an episode there, which is a much more travel for me than you. I would yeah. love to go to Bruges. It looks super cool. What do you think, Cinderin? Is it a date? I mean, I would, I would, going to Bruges sounds cool too, though, but do you have to go? That's very, very nice. Thank you, Sindarin. Thank you. You yeah. know, Sindarin's uh, invited me many to, times. Trying take, I'm trying to take your number one dick position. Um, I'm, you can't beat I'm this working, dick. I'm work, working my way up. Yeah, work. Um, a, you have to work way up, Sindarin. Yeah. Okay. okay, so hear me out here. If, we, <clears throat> if I actually watch in Bruges, every episode in the future will be 30 seconds shorter. That's right. That's... Something I don't think people are willing to sacrifice. I think they want me to not watch it. You know, we could because replace they love that, that we talk about in Bruges every. Think about how much, how many more people end up watching in Bruges because I don't. Because yeah, now we talk about it every episode, it's so diminishing people returns. Exists. Imagine if every two months, let's say, we talk about yeah. a new movie you need to watch. Because first of all, it's just wait. For so your you're sanity. saying if I watch this, you're yes. going to tell me new stuff I have to watch. That's correct. So what's in it for me? This just you sounds like you're giving me homework. Great, great you're giving mo- me yeah. homework. Homework to watch movies that are entertaining you? What is wrong with you? Good give me lord. Some math questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you actual homework. Holy shit. Good <laughs> God. Anyway, once he watches that, which never ha- will never happen, I will go to in Bruges, or <laughs> I will go to Bruges. I will go in Bruges, even without mm-hmm. Cinderin, even if he doesn't agree to it. I will do a solo podcast. I'll okay. call up Slacks remotely. He'll be the guest. It'll be really wow. bad. Look yeah, forward to that. It sounds one. like the best episode ever. It has Bruges and Slacks in it. They <laughs> can't possibly be any better than that. It's like a fairy tale, Cinder, and you would not understand Shannon, that reference because you haven't seen in Bruges. Okay. No. So here, here we need we need to move on with the podcast, Shannon. And as you know, my second most favorite thing after in Bruges is, of course, basketball. Oh. And therefore, oh. I think. So, I think you've got something special for me today, and I just can't wait to hear about this. Yeah, so I was debating whether I wanted to update people on how the NBA was going. I feel like there's no point in doing that until the first round is completely over, then we can talk about the storylines, because there are some very interesting storylines. But something very interesting did happen this week that has been a kind of a developing story over the last year. So, and even you might be entertained by this, Cinderin. Not hmm. entertained isn't even the I, right word. Just shocked, appalled, whatever. Okay, that's possible. So, the Toronto Raptors. Have you heard of this team before? Yes. Uh, okay. I actually, they, I really like Raptors. Um, I, I agree, it's a, actually. Yeah. It's a pretty, pretty cool animal. Good. I'm glad that yeah. we both like dinosaurs. Uh, mm-hmm. They won their first ever championship last year, and we talked about this, actually. It was a huge upset yeah. against, quote-unquote, one of the greatest teams of all time. Of course, injury did play a role, but we're going to forget that fact because Kevin Durant is a little bitch. But aside from that, Cinderin, Toronto Raptors win their first championship, and the moment this happened, their GM, his name is Masai Ujiri, okay? Everybody mm-hmm. greatly respects this guy. If you listen to him talk, he's like super cuddly, like such a nice guy, like a very kind soul. Um, he was walking towards the court because normally you celebrate 
on the court and you get the trophy handed to you and the commissioner says, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. This, of course, mm-hmm. was in Golden State, a.k.a. San Francisco. Or I guess it was Oakland. Um, and he's trying to get on the court and he gets into an altercation with a cop. Okay. And there's two sides to this story. The cop, well, first of all, from Masai's side, which I think most people in the NBA and people that understand who he is as a person, uh, believed his story right off the bat. But his story is, I was just trying to get on the court and this guy just wouldn't let me on the court for some reason. I was showing my badge. I was trying to do everything I could. Eventually, one of the players had to come on off the court to bring him onto the court themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So the cop, his story was that Masai pushed him, shoved him, and as a result, this cop has apparently suffered very serious injury, uh, something like emotional damage, physical damage, whatever, like this whole long list of bullshit, right? He might have been damaged in advance. Yes, this is it sounds like. exactly what we're going to get to. So it has been over a year since this happened. And first of all, you have to feel bad for him as well, not just for this happening. He, I should mention he's black, by the way. Which that's going to come mm-hmm. into play here. Um, but you have to feel really bad for him because it's the first championship this team has ever had. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a lot of drama about him trading. Like before the season started, he traded like their most popular players who so took a lot of heat. But as a result, they won a championship. So it was like a very special moment. And now it's just tarnished by this god-awfulness, right? So yeah. a year and a half later, basically, a video surfaces on what happened. Like literal, they have arena footage and they have cam footage from the officer's uh, uniform or whatever. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the officer shoved him twice, and then Masai shoved him afterwards. So it was like two shoves and then one shove. No harm mm-hmm. really done. Like obviously, it was just you know he clearly takes out his badge to show him, and then the cop shoves him and tells him get the fuck away or whatever the case may be. So very, very clear cut. The cop is in the wrong, and this mm-hmm. part really, really irked me. After this footage was released to the public, which they've been holding on to for over a year and a half now, the I forget exactly. I think it was like the police department or something. They tweeted uh, or somebody in conjunction with the police department saying they still believe Messiah is in the wrong and we're backing the cop, essentially. I'm like, I, you can't even believe what like I no, don't so even know what to say. Okay. It's fucking crazy. No. So. The cop is obviously right because he claimed that Messiah pushed him, and there's footage showing Messiah pushed him. Yes. So there you go. That's it. Nothing Thank else you, matters. Sindarin. He got Thank pushed. You. He. What you don't see on the footage is all the damage the cop took, which was because <laughs> he got pushed. So if you're like, uh, if you have a deterministic look on the world, you think every like if things are predetermined, right? This push led to the cop later on that day having an injury when he played football <laughs> and yes, of all course. of that could have been avoided if Masai did not push him at that court it's, it's and the correlated. cop being deterministic knows that this happens and he talked to the police department about it and they're all deterministic <clears throat> so they fully fully agree his, with his story and believe him so that's just the public just doesn't get that i think or the yes I mean, it flies right over their head no doubt yeah. about it um i think so so that is the drama of this week uh, the fact that they've had that footage for a year and a half is actually <laughs> mind-boggling to me. Like as clear yeah, cut as it That's the gets. weird thing here is if something becomes that big of a thing, how does that not get released? Like, what, did they try to? Did someone try to cover it up? Were people really trying to like? Were they like 
running analysis on it for a year and a half to make sure it wasn't another person pushing another person. <laughs> like, There's no excuse, so long? I think, is the moral of the story. Uh, I don't know. That's but weird. it's also typical, which is also sad. Yeah. So, But, okay, so what's going to come from that then? <clears throat> Uh, well, originally they were suing each other. Now there's a countersuit. Messiah is suing the police department. So uh-huh. let's hope okay. he just shits all over them. They and what it. does he have to gain? Uh, money, I guess. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> I have no idea. I, I would assume that if he does something like that, he'll just give the money to charity anyway because he's obviously rich being a GM of, the M- of an NBA team and whatnot. But mm-hmm. uh, no idea. What ended, up, what ended up happening the day they won like he did end up getting onto court did he miss some part of the ceremony or celebration because he was so delayed no it was it was it was a very it was only like a 30 second delay let's say but it's more just the altercation and then the player comes on and just moves him onto the court and then he flies to canada so they've been like talking back and Mm. forth for a year uh so anyway that is uh the drama of the week in the nba uh, for those that were interested but in dota cinderin ice frog made a tweet Holy shit, he tweeted something. He that says, time of year again. TI Finals is always the best day of the year. Sad we don't get to see a new champion today. This has been a really tough year for a lot of people around the world. Hope you're all keeping safe. Thank you, Ice Frog. We know that you listen to our podcast and we appreciate your concern for the well-being of everybody in the world. And we're also sad that there is no TI Finals. Um, Shannon. Yes. I have a question here. This is where you prove how big of an Ice Frog fan you are. Oh, shit. What was his previous tweet? Uh, OG. He retweeted OG of the champions. Incorrect. He did Fuck. one later. Wait. Let me think. <clears throat> he did one later. Yeah. There's been one tweet between OG winning TI-10. Or, sorry, TI-9. Jumping the gun there <laughs> between OG winning TI9 and this one. I'm not looking at chat. Um, can I get a hint, Cinder? No. I f- I'm, okay, no, I'm going to remember actually, the moment yeah, you say something. I can, I, can, I can give you a hint. Okay. Uh, it's music. Music? Okay, I have no idea. What is it? He tweeted the Mango Song one hour version by Weeble Stuff <laughs> on November 26th. Okay, I. Did not know that. I feel like I would definitely <laughs> so remember that. It's <laughs> random. I love it. Like he wow. only tweets big TI stuff and then he just <laughs> randomly tweets the mango song for one Memer. Hour. He's a memer That's at great. Heart, it seems. He loves yeah. mangoes so much yes, that apparently. he puts it on par with TI. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame him. Mangoes are delicious. That's great. Yeah. Uh, but that tweet All was right. followed up uh, today by, well, I guess technically yesterday when we we're recording, by the official Dota 2 Reddit or Dota 2 Twitter. Uh, saying, in following how the pandemic has been developing globally, the recent increase in the unpredictability of COVID-19 means we can't yet commit to new dates for TI-10 and the DPC. We share your eagerness in returning to these events and will announce updates as soon as we can. So not a big surprise, but good to hear that they're alive, (laughs) I guess. So interestingly, so I I read the thread of this on Reddit, or Mm -hmm. thread, the thread of this Mm -hmm. on Reddit, and... The response to this post is really polarized, actually. Really? Um, okay. A lot of people, a lot of people feel like this is an almost a non-post because they're just acknowledging that there's a pandemic ongoing, but they're not like 
doing anything because of it. You know, it's not like, okay, there's a pandemic ongoing, so we have to postpone TI-10 indefinitely. As a result, we're extending the battle pass or we're going to run online leagues or we're going to try to talk to tournament organizers to get content to you guys while we wait for TI to happen. It's basically just saying everything with DPC and TI is just postponed until we don't know when. Uh, so people feel like there's a lot of uncertainty and that Valve could step in and ensure that there is content, basically, which mm-hmm. is what other games have done, right? Where the developers are uh, more engaged in organizing tournaments or at least being a part of them, not necessarily organizing them top to bottom, but just reaching out and getting stuff done. And we don't know if Valve are doing that. It's entirely possible, but uh, there's nothing being said. So people feel like, okay, well, what, what happens when we play is over? Like what is okay. uh, when the Omega League is over? Like what's what's left? Now until... that I processed that reaction, if this was any other company, I'm just speaking from my perspective. Any mm-hmm. other, any other company tweeted what they tweeted, I would have the reaction that you're talking about. But because Valve never communicates, rarely communicates, just seeing a little piece of this, just a little nugget, you know, mm-hmm. that's what made me happy originally. But now that you've mentioned it, yeah, that is. Uh, <laughs> That is kind of weird that everybody else is doing stuff and they haven't really it's just come up with anything. Like, I, I can understand that perspective. Like, It wasn't my reaction when I read it. I wasn't like, oh my God, Valve are doing nothing. Like, That wasn't what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah, I mean, they kind of have to announce that they don't know when it's happening. A lot of people are excited. They're like, when is TI, when is TI? And we just don't know. That's real and that's fine. Um, but when you do think about it, like, what happens with Dota for the rest of this year? Like, What's left? You know, like there's just a lot of uncertainty. There will be some random sporadic online leagues, but there will be nothing of the magnitude that Omega League has right now. Yeah, this could create um, a perfect opportunity so, for you and I to start casting Valorant, Cinderin. Have you thought oh, about that transition? I thought you were going to say we could do Captain's Draft, but yeah, we could also eh, cast Valorant. I, I don't feel like burning a hole in my wallet ever again. So, oh, you don't Captain's have to host a land this time. Dead. It's still, where, where's that money coming? Nobody wants to sponsor Dota, Cinderin. Not to get all serious here, but that is an issue. Uh, but getting serious again. Um, Our patrons could sponsor the tournament. Yes. It's only, we only need $100,000. You will get zero return on it. Get on it. It'll they be get a, a negative investment. That's true. If you want to spend money to see us do stuff, by all means. I mean, I would love to do I'm expecting like that. so many emails after this episode gets aired. Like the, There's going to be so many people that are hungry. Like, please let us sponsor a Dota tournament. Yes. I can just I, see I see I see it. I, see I it. wish that world existed, Cinderin, but I've grown quite cynical. Uh but you're right. When it comes to it, there's no news on what's gonna be happening. Um but they still have time. I think from Valve's perspective, if they're not ready to talk about what the plan is, I think that's totally understandable that it's still in the mm-hmm. unknown. I mean if you remember the the time that they said the TI would be postponed and basically all the communication since back then we didn't know august 25th that we would still not know like we still have no clue right like nothing's changed like some parts of the world are a little bit better some are worse than ever before it's yeah they don't have a plan and i think that's actually okay but they do need to get a plan i I agree i I agree it's fine i mean nobody can predict this stuff so you don't have to organize a full plan b or plan c where you're like well if the pandemic runs for another six months this is how we're going to entertain our audience these four months but you know as you're closing in on the original ti date and you can see there's no end in sight you could have the perspective that okay maybe it's time to at least plan something and maybe they have 
but they're just not ready to announce yet. And maybe they haven't. And then they're just hoping that organizers will keep everybody entertained when there's no DPC. Mm. And that one is tough, right? Because like you said, what can the organizers really work with? I feel like we play in a very unique position here with how much they have invested into this tournament. And most organizers just can't do this. They can't make a product like this right now. It's just not feasible. So I don't know. It's, uh, it might be the best time ever to be a streamer the next six I mean, months. I feel like Dota. ESL could probably there's no stuff, tournaments. Right? More stuff. Maybe. At least. Maybe they could. But, but there's not yet, many. At the, same time, at the same time, can and should are two different things, right? I mean, they're profit-driven. If they don't think it's profitable, then why would they? Right? They've run tournaments in the past. Tons of tournament organizers have run tournaments in the past at a loss, and you can't keep doing that. And if now is even worse, because you can't get big sponsorships for lands, maybe the expenses are way lower. Of course they are, because you're not paying for all the flights and hotels for the players and talent and whatnot. Uh, but probably the sponsorship pools you can get are a lot less interesting too, because there's no live audience. Uh, you don't have those profits to work with either. don't know. I think it's very... Yeah, like from a specific. sponsor perspective, lands are so much more valuable than online stuff. Yeah. Uh, just... Being able to have a product literally on the desk, like, yeah, you could have it on camera, but it's going to look like absolute shit, you know, because nobody's going to have the same setup. Yeah, you could have green screen. It's just online is harder to make products look good. Um, so there will be less to work with. Okay, <clears throat> so we'll see if in the next, I mean, here's the thing. The battle pass ends September, whatever, mid-September, late September, whenever it is. By that point, Valve needs to say something about what's going to happen because mm. i think that is like literally their time limit i would be personally like not that it matters to them but <laughs> i would be pretty disappointed and probably a little surprised that they haven't said anything by then because that's like the point of no return almost i should say by the way i just uh yeah I, I don't know why this i mean it's because we've worked a lot with we play and it's kind of the we play studio and whatnot but we should remember it's a corporation right it's we play plus Epic events. It's not just we play running the whole thing, which a lot of people think, but it is a <clears throat> a partnership basically for this tournament, which is special as well. Um, yep, true. But yeah, shouldn't give all credit to one side when there's two teams involved in the whole thing. Indeed. Yep. Speaking of teams, Gork has now left OG as a streamer. Uh, this is what he twit longered. Parting ways with OG. Hey, everyone, I wanted to let you know OG and I have parted ways. This was honestly, <clears throat> this has honestly been weighing pretty hard on me the past few weeks, but unfortunately, what we set out doing uh, in the start of me signing with OG to cast their games has changed a lot when they started being involved in organizing tournaments. We, want, we went back and forth a lot on how to make it work, but it was really hard finding a long-term solution. I have literally nothing but love for the players on OG, and I'm grateful to have had a chance to work so closely with them all. I wish them nothing but the best and still support them as a team, but officially we just have to part ways. Thoughts? So what I'm reading from this and what the consensus is probably is that this Omega League tournament, for example, is uh, has revenue sharing with the teams. Um, so the teams basically become part of organizing the tournament in a sense. And I think the return on that is that they can't stream the games. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> so it's kind of an exclusivity thing uh, where the teams involved are not allowed to stream and therefore Gorg is not allowed to stream. And probably the perspective is that long-term, there's going to be more of this. Uh, in that's If it was a one-off, I don't think you 
maybe split over that and you're just like okay you take that hit this one tournament i can't do but then in the future we do more but if the trajectory right now is that we'll have more tournaments like this with the same teams involved with the same kind of system behind it then maybe it's just not feasible and there was a really there was a tweet from pimp muckle about this let me see if i can find that quickly i wish i had that open already but i'll find always it prepared really appreciate yes, it of course episode 67 by the way uh when was gork's tweet uh why can't i find this now Come i hate on. you so much this is so unprofessional what if a sponsor was watching right now like, right. there's no I way can- i'm sponsoring this <laughs> shit show <laughs> I, okay, I can't, uh, I can't find the tweet right now. But basically, the essence of what he tweeted was something like, this kind of was bound to happen. This is the best time for Valve to, you know, this is, this is why Valve has to get involved with some sort of uh, guideline for, for basically rights and exclusivity, right? Uh, just make it clearer what works and what doesn't. And, or well, rather no, than I, make I don't think that's the right way to put it. No, no, no. I, wrong wording. Because it is clear what works and what doesn't. But he thinks it should be pushed in a, or pulled in a direction where uh, where we get a more, how to say, basically where streamers aren't free to stream anything they want, but need to enter a cooperation with the tournament organizer. I think uh, the easiest return, way that can, I so. can think about it, and I know Valve doesn't want to do this. They don't want to... Like they don't want to be this entity that just controls everything. And I totally get that. But there's there's certain parts of the ecosystem that you do need to uh, like look after. And this is one of them. I think the best way to put it is we need to find a way that every single aspect of the Dota 2 world, whether it be the streamer, tournament organizer, caster, like every single entity... It needs to be balanced in some respect. Like every everybody should be able to make a profit, right? I think that's definitely doable. But right now, certain portions of the Dota 2 scene are getting fucked pretty hard. That's how it's been the last like few years. It's just gotten worse over time. I, I found the tweet. There's though. no reason not to find a balance of some sort. Go ahead, Cinderin. Yeah. So basically the wording from Pimp Muckle was this is a very big deal. Now that OG was directly involved in creating tournaments, suddenly a non-official streamer, parenthesis, even their own, was exactly what every TO has been saying all along, a threat to the tournament. Valve, it's time to move, finally. That was the perspective he had. Um, I'm trying to look Valve's perspective. Why would they do anything, though? That spawned different discussion, right? Like, I'm not going to say whether he's right or wrong and what everybody responded with, but that was the tweet that stood out that I saw in relation with this. And... I mean, it's back to the old discussion, right, that you just talked about, where how much should the tournaments have and how much should the streamers have and what should Valve do uh, and what will they do, right? Because, I mean, we can have our opinions, uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean it aligns with a good move from them, right? Yeah, I think our opinions have not changed that Valve should do something to make it a little bit more balanced overall. But I think, I I guess the part I disagree with Pimp Munkle, I I think he's just, uh, he's implying this, right? that Valve needs to do. I mean, I agree. I don't think that their perspective will have changed. Like what tips them over into that direction? Nothing's changed from their side. Like if anything, it's going exactly as planned because now tournament organizers and caster or streamers are technically working together, right? Well, they aren't if he specifically isn't casting the games because 
Yeah, but they're respecting their wishes, right? Right. And yeah. now you have I mean, teams okay, taking revenue of the tournament. Which, by working together, then yeah. But again, I don't. I'm not saying this is a bad arrangement, like long term. I have no idea what the numbers are, but I I know for a fact that this is going to be less money for the tournaments, right? Which maybe doesn't matter for we play, but for little old third party tournaments, it sure will. You know, which there's going to be a lot more third party tournaments in this next X amount of months that we have no DPC stuff coming on or coming about. Yeah. So. Yeah, nothing. So if you remember, we did we did the. Uh, so I'm guessing quite a few of our viewers didn't watch this episode because uh, people don't watch everything. Fuck us. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> we did a uh, we did an episode with Gork, and this was one of the things we talked about was tournament casting. Um, and he seemed to have the perspective that he was very open and very willing to cooperate with tournament organizers to arrange something where, for example, they work together, and he pulls quite a big number of viewers and he could just use the uh the sponsors of the tournament and broadcast as like you know they could go into talks and basically organize something that makes it good for both sides uh, that hasn't happened very much though so that makes me wonder if the tournament organizers don't want it or if the streamers are demanding too much to broadcast their tournament or whatever but ideally that it sounds like a good solution to me where Basically, the tournament organizer can now pitch to sponsors, hey, we have this big streamer casting the games and he will use the overlays that we want uh, so you get the reach of the sponsors and therefore we can just sell higher viewership. Because especially like on some third-party tournaments, Gorgor Bulldog will have more viewers than the official stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not a given that they will. It depends how much money the tournament organizer uses on production on premier tier casters uh, that people really want to watch for um but if you add up all the stuff then maybe it could be worth it for them to consider at least working with uh, with the streamers and korg was definitely open to that so yeah i i, I, think, I feel uh, like i've never i've never talked yeah. to a streamer like even bulldog I, I i don't think anybody is ignorant to what's going on i think that everybody's no. pretty open they know exactly to work exactly. together and yeah. i think at the end of the day, if you take advantage of it, I, I don't pour, I don't look down, down bleh, I don't look at it poorly if you take advantage of the way that the system is in place because the system is broken, oh. right? Like I mean, most you, people would do the same. People will act in their own interest in this, and yeah, like if the perspective is you are self, uh, you're selfish for streaming these games. Well, in you could also just say the tournament organizer is selfish for demanding exclusivity in a system that doesn't promote it. Right. So it's like the argument kind of goes both ways. And if the system and the game developer says it's it's free for all, then it's free for all. It's their IP. They get to choose. Indeed. Okay. So yeah. moving on to very important topics. Uh, the Arcana <laughs> vote again, guys. People love the Arcana. Uh, and this is everybody's Shocker, favorite segment. Shannon. Okay. Shocker. Okay. Witch Doctor is- fucking beat Invoker. I was really not expecting that. I'll be honest. I was really not expecting that. Everything else went according to expectation. Witch Doctor, or sorry, Void beat Lion, Sniper beat AM, and Spectre beat Sven, just like we thought. But Witch Doctor beat Invoker by, I think, 2% points. Yeah. I think he went one by 52 to 48. I think Sniper AM was the same. Like, both were super close. But Void took an absolute shit on Lion, and Spectre completely dumpstered Sven 
Those two heroes have a ton of votes. But while that may be important, Shannon, what really matters is who did you vote for? That's I voted for Sven. Okay, I can take that. You so, get one guess. Who do you think I put all my votes oh, on? Somebody already told me. It was Invoker. Oh, well. That's somebody fine. told me on my stream. And like, it makes sense because Cinderin is a very logical person. And he understands that if you're looking at it from a cosmetic standpoint, what hero has the most to gain from an Arcana? And of course, it's Invoker. It's equivalent. Uh, I also surpasses, love the hero. It that's surpasses the Rubik as an Arcana, like in theory, right? Mm -hmm. The problem though, Cinderin, yeah. the problem is if an Arcana, Arcana comes out for Invoker, what happens to Persona? You can't use the Persona. I know you don't use it, but for people that do. Yeah, great. Make... Less right. fucking shit kid that's, Invoker. That's stupid. great. You know? All right, so anyway. Maybe the Arcana could have different voice acting too. And it would be really good. Yes. You just hate yes. kids. We know you hate children. <laughs> Jesus. So that it's going to be... interesting generalization. I, I, have a, I have a plea here, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't care that much about who wins this overall. I just really don't want one hero to win. Do you know who it is? I know most people have already voted, but please use me as inspiration to do the right thing. You don't want Spectre to win. Correct. Put all your votes because into you Witch think Doctor. Spectre has the least to gain on Arcana. L let's look at it from a cosmetic standpoint again. Okay. First of all, Witch mm -hmm. Doctor is the only support, so that's one reason to uh, <coughs> support him. Yeah. I mean, that happened with Ogre, though, right? Ogre won the vote, but yeah. in my opinion, not really one of the greatest Arcanas. I mean, is, so that's valid. What does that have to do with the Ogre? You could have made. You could have put three fucking heads on him. You could have made a third head his testicle. You could have done so many, so many different things. They put him I don't on know a. If that a, would have made him better, though, it, I think if his third head is a testicle, that's not good, Shannon. That Cinderin, doesn't sound like a good Arcana to me. Are you sure that's not a good Arcana? But considering it, it could get into a chest though because of the Viper set we got. So oh it definitely, my god! It could anyway, which doctor? There's a lot you can do with Sniper. A little bit more generic, but again, you have like Shrapnel. I don't think anything has ever changed with Shrapnel. That's a really good spell you could do something with. And then Chronosphere for Void, which there has been a cosmetic Assassinate could shoot a frozen chicken. Yes, any, literally anything. What oh, are you going to do for Spectre? Dude. Remember when people voted for the voice to change for Spectre? You know what they did? They just made it the exact same thing over again and nobody noticed. It's basically the same shit. I remember, oh, this is actually a funny story. I was at Valve offices after the Spectre voice thing got voted in and they're like we mm -hmm. never thought this would get voted and this is such a bad choice we have no idea what to do I'm like i don't blame you <laughs> it's it like because right i think the, the voices what they had it was just backwards or something i can't remember what they did but it mm -hmm. nobody cared when the voice came out because it's so garbage i think that's why they stopped doing the voice uh the voice yeah, votes yeah. anyway please vote what for can Witch you Doctor. do with specter what can you do with specter for Nakana? Yes, what can you do, please? I mean, this is the way I look at it, Cinderin. What if what Spectral right Dagger now is good was for Spectral Digger, and then you send out the dagger, and then you're like underground. You're still targetable, and people can see where you are, but you're like digging through. As So you want to turn Spectre into a Nidus Worm. That sounds like an Arcana. That's more than an Arcana. That's a Persona. I'd be more well, than happy to have than a... An I would, I would like, I would have no problem having a persona for Spectre. It changes the hero completely. It turns a fat, disgusting death of a mess into a literal puppet, which we'll get to next. What could you do with Haunt? Nothing. 
Haunt okay. is just Good. your illusion. Let's move on then. It's There's garbage. Not much to do. Please do not waste your vote on Spectre. For God's sake, I play Spectre more than any of these heroes that are left. I still don't want this garbage cosmetic. Please. Who do you want to win? If it was my choice? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I, I don't know why I feel sorry for him, but Faceless Void just should win. Yeah. Like, I think I would pick so Void out of the final four as well. I would want him to win. And then Probably. it's a tie between Sniper and Witch Doctor. I'm not sure who I have a second, but either one. Mm -hmm. Spectre's dead. Fuck. I mean, I was actually looking through all the heroes, literally all the heroes. Spectre is actually the bottom on my list. And she's made it to the fucking semifinals. Of all heroes. All heroes. Wow. She beat Morphling, who is basically 2D. It's a 2D fucking block. It's from Minecraft. And Spectre yeah, beats but, him. But half the game, Morphling looks good when he uses ult. Why, because he turns into somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> he has good models all the time. Giving half Spectre time. an Arcana is also an Arcana for Morph in every game that Spectre is in. <laughs> All right, whatever. Moving on, Cinderin. Okay. Uh, the Pudge Persona came out. I w okay, so I made a video immediately, okay? And mm -hmm. I didn't even set up my rating system that I usually have for the horse heads. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. If you watch it, you'll notice I was in a bit of shock. I didn't know what to think of this Persona. Mm -hmm. I would like to hear your thoughts on the Toy Butcher being released We've had I've, people on both sides. People love it. People hate it. The people that hate it are saying that it's too League of Legends-y. Mm -hmm. It's too cartoony. It doesn't look very much like the actual concept that they... Uh, it's not even right. a concept. It was the loading or the, the promo art. Yep. But what do you think? I've played it one game. Um, I lost because I played Pudge. Okay. Uh, not because I played Pudge, but because it was Pudge. Mm. Um, good to clarify that I, pl I played fine just to clarify that <laughs> but it's pudge so you don't win yeah, um, but enough. everybody really wants this hero nerfed because it gets picked all the time in lower ranges of MMR and people think it's very annoying <laughs> can we just okay Shannon before rant, we talk persona begin here, rant okay, okay listen how can pudge be good for two weeks Okay, he was good for like two weeks. He was genuinely a fucking good hero, and I loved it, and I picked mm -hmm. it a lot, and I had so much fun. Then he had to get nerfed. Two weeks. Why is it that Pudge gets to be good for two weeks, and Io gets to be bad for two weeks a year? <laughs> How? How is that possible? <laughs> like, why can't Pudge be good sometimes, and why can't Io be bad sometimes? Why does it always... Because Why does Pudge never get to be good? It's because in people are loud. It's such a fun hero. The people it's that really hate Pudge fun. are very loud. I agree. I love. Pudge. I have a fucking horrendous win rate with Pudge. Forty-five percent win rate. It's my most played hero. I'm terrible with him, but I know if I'm gonna play, he's so fun. I have fun whether I win or lose. You know, I can miss every yeah. hook, and it's still fun because I'm pissing my teammates off. There's always something to love about playing Pudge. <laughs> I agree. If okay. they need inspiration, now about the visit the Han forums and uh, you can read his skills, <laughs> Ice Frog, if you don't remember. You can brush up on him. About the Persona, uh, I played it one game. It's not really my cup of tea, I'll be honest. That probably doesn't surprise you at all. Um, no, of course not. To me, it's a little bit too far from what I associate the hero with. Um, mm -hmm. But for what it is, I think it's pretty well executed. Now, the thing that people complain about with it being too far from the reference... I could, I could definitely see that perspective that you know some of the things on the reference would actually be better. I think the reference hair is better. I think the reference stitches are higher quality, uh, and they could 
I don't know what their budget is with the hero, but I would imagine they could have made that work somehow, at least. Um, make it a little bit more polished, I guess is the way to say it. Because some people were pointing out, I read this, that he looks a little bit more like metal than cloth relative to what he should, right? Um, He's also tiny. I can, I can, I can kind of see super that. small. Yeah, that's true. Like they the could have also made him bigger. They could have made him bigger too. That's very true. So, but for what it is, I think it's pretty well made. Uh, could be better, but it's still solid. Uh, I personally, I think this is not a very popular opinion. I personally think the Antimage one, I prefer that one. And I Boring. do because because the Pudge one obviously did weigh more, right? He has custom spell icons. He has custom spell effects and everything. Uh, both are personas. So Valve obviously and listened to squishy sound criticism. effects to everything he does. Um, but the AM one just feels more Dota, basically. That's the best way I can explain it. It feels like it belongs Boomer. more in the universe, um, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, but yeah, the, the punch one, it's still, I can see it's fun um, and very different, which is a good thing a lot of the time. So yeah, I don't know how to rate it though. Like personally for me, I don't like it very much, um, but I wish, I don't know what you do, right? Like what persona do you make on Pudge that, that I would love? I don't know. Because I think the original Pudge is just cool. You know, I, well, I really like the original him, Pudge. You make him a fat mess of a woman. That's what I was expecting, uh, mm. if anything. I would love to have a woman Pudge. That sounds fucking cool. Oh, awesome. like the, uh, what are they called? There's like a type of enemy in Dark Souls 3 that this really would remind me of. They smack you with a book. Oh, what are they? I don't, I mean, the enemies don't have names. I'm sure the audience will know. The, the ones that play the game will know what I'm talking about. He could look like those. Yeah. Sick. That's great. That's great anyway. to hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as for yeah, what I when think, are you playing I... Dark Souls three, Shannon? You never play what I say you should play. You should play WoW Classic. I've played WoW before, like I told you. Not interested. Yeah, but did you? But, but you didn't you. play WoW Classic. I mean, I played WoW when it first came out. That's WoW Classic. Right. Nope. <laughs> uh, so for me, I still don't have an opinion. Honestly, I, I don't think I ever when will. It first came out. What? You didn't play WoW when it first came out. I, we talked I just about want to get this conversation over. I'll just say whatever uh, you want. That's, whatever that's you a want good way of ending a conversation, <laughs> just lying and moving on. There's something uh, for you all to learn I get from. I get by with it. It's fine. Um, I don't know what to think, Cinder. What do you think that I sh- what my opinion should be based on everything you've, you know about me when it comes to cosmetics? My guess for how you would score that would be 4 out of 5. I gave it a 3 out of 5 because I was just so confused. Okay. I was just like, it was a cop-out answer. And I, I don't... I don't know. I, I don't think I would use it over my normal Pudge cosmetics because there's so many cool Pudge cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that they don't change rot bothers me. The fact that it's super tiny bothers me. The fact that there's a literal sound effect for everything you do that sounds like you're like if you have a dog that's just loose finding their fucking toys under the couch. Like constantly do you like squeaking. the sound? Do you like the sound of the hook? Not I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. I'm very what, neutral. What is- What's that thing called? That, that it's a carousel, right? So it's like the, a merry-go-round. The thing where you're like you're like wind. No, no. The thing you wind up with your hand. Oh, so it Jack plays a melody. Jack in the box. Is, it called, is that called a Jack? Is that the official name for that? I don't know. Is that just, yeah? Maybe it's called yeah Jackbox, right? Yeah, or Jack in the Box, whichever it is. Yeah, Jack Isn't in the Box. That's what delicious. the sound is from. Because that's what's yeah, in it, a toy box, right? Yeah, that's probably true. I don't know, it, that 
to me, they I don't know about that on the hook, man. Like I'm not the the thing that bothered box, me as well. Yeah. The in the concept, I keep saying concept art. What technically that's not concept art. That's a promo art that they had on the battle pass. Mm-hmm. It yeah. showed that the the hook hand was like separated. That would have been so cool to have like a hand pop out and it come back in. But instead, they just go for a generic like needle, which is disappointing as well. I feel like they could have done more <laughs> if they're gonna go that ham on changing him you might as well go the full nine yards honestly so I, i'm and gonna have say him be a nidus worm <laughs> yes that's the, that's like eighty thousand. imagine yards. this uh, worm just comes up behind you and starts eating you dude what, what is up with you and worms lately anyway I I'd, I'd give it a three out of five i'm gonna stick with that because there's no way i can give it the same as anti-mage that was, i hate the anti-mage one it's so boring um and you gave anti-mage two Right. Yeah, I gave it two. I, I feel like I want to go okay. back and give it a one. Uh, really? Damn, that's Yeah, I, I really don't like it. There's real people that made that, Shannon. So? Actually, it's funny. Nikki was playing around on her stream uh, mm-hmm. with the persona for AM and just made some basic changes, like highlights to the hair to make a different color and stuff like that. I thought that looked a million times better than copying Anti-Mage and just making him a woman. Like it's very mm-hmm. boring, but to each their own, my friends, to each their mm-hmm. own. Okay, on to some interesting, I don't know if you want to call this news, because this has kind of been in the files forever, but there was a Reddit thread about this, that there is a new yeah. hero named Puppet Master found in the game files with skill descriptions, Cinderin. Yeah, mm-hmm. let me read out some of the important comments from this thread. Okay. Number one top comment from Sunsfan. Mm-hmm. Time to port all Han heroes. Let's go. Let's go, boys. Woo! What a fucking dumbass. Okay, so then next <laughs> next is from... Actually, never mind. We're not going to do that one. But yeah, the, let's the read important, the whole the, Reddit so, thread comments. So the important... Okay, the important one here <laughs> is from Sir Belvedere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Doesn't actually mean much because it's not really new. And not to mention, there's tons of placeholder entries for icons for numerous other characters... That were never used over the years. Puppet Master, Valkyrie, Squirrel, Sea Mystic, Toad, Viking, Vampire, Primal Beast, to name a few. These are probably leftover strings from stuff Valve does internally. Sometimes they're just random characters used in custom games. So unless something substantial materializes in the files, it's not really possible to know what these were referencing to. It could be a hero they're trying out, but then maybe not. There's also rumors, Cinderin. Well, not rumors. Apparently there's a spell called Mind Control. Oh, which reminds me of Sir Action Slax's yes. terrible fucking hero Parasite, which had mind control as the ultimate, which actually I was the only. This. <laughs> yes, there's genuinely no way that mechanic makes it into the game, right? I mean, I maybe I have to double check myself because we did get status resistance, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna put mind control in the game. I don't surely. know. It sounds cool. Okay, surely. so. For those that don't know, you can just Google the on our YouTube channel. Just search for it. It's called Parasite with it's S I T E. It's spelled that way. Uh, Parasite Spotlight. You can see the skill set. So I told him this. And I've told him this publicly, privately, everything in between. The concept for that hero is the worst, literally the worst fucking concept for a hero I've ever <laughs> read in my entire life. I can't believe we actually had people work on it to put that in a game. But and again, I told him the ult was the only cool thing about it. It's very broken, though, right? But I feel like any concept can be nerfed to be viable slash yeah. not completely broken. I I truly believe that. 
If you imagine an ulti where, let's say you have a hero and he mind controls an enemy for five seconds, gets full control, and they deal reduced damage with their spells or whatever, mm. and then when the other player gets controlled back, the cooldowns are reset or something. Like You could do a lot of things to really make it not extremely just punishing. Limited. Cause it, yeah. Imagine you could mind control the enemy and just use all their spells, and then they get control back, and then they have nothing. It's like you basically killed them. Yeah, right? I think there's like no just, way that, that, that would you would ever be able imbalanced. to use their cooldowns. Yeah, 100% agree. So, um, But yeah, but I, it's possible. I mean, I could see it, actually. I could see mind control working, uh, but I do think you need to have some really serious caveats. And I think another thing, when you open up a bag like that, imagine the bugs, right? Oh, we... Oh, I don't have to I'm imagine sure. it, Cinder. <laughs> we had to actually delete the hero from the game because it was literal virus. That's how buggy it was. Not even exaggerating. <laughs> he has been deleted from the face of the fucking earth. Uh, but the word puppet master really got my attention because obviously that's a hero in Han. And as we all know, mm-hmm. Ice Frog worked on Han for a year. And Puppet Master is by far one of the top requested ones. It's the most unique hero that basically doesn't share any skill set with anything in Dota for the most part. Uh-huh. And I would love to see that hero in Dota. Um, so I think... Now, I haven't played Han. Yeah. Uh, I've watched like three games or something back at mm-hmm. DreamHack, I think. Okay. Um, I am... The heroes that I have heard the most demand for... And I have no reference whatsoever except just what I've seen. Is is it called Chipper? Oh, baby, that's my hero. That's my number one. And hero. then mention, give me, give me a couple of heroes. Then I'll tell you what the third one is. Because <coughs> it's Puppet Master, Chipper, and one more. I can't remember the third um, one off the top of my head. Let me look at the heroes that I'm porting into. There's Zephyr. No. Um, there's Empath. There's Gauntlet. Uh, no. Amun Ra. Nomad. Um. Isn't Nomad Chen or something? No. Oh. There's Bombardier. Kraken. Mm. I don't know. There's a lot of heroes. Okay. There's like I could look on the list okay. and none but... of those sounded like the hero I was looking for, but maybe I'm imagining something that doesn't exist. But yeah, at <laughs> least Chipper, Chipper and Puppet Master, a lot of people really want. Mm-hmm. Um, so Puppet no Master. Do, so here's the cool thing. Uh we're working on a four so I guess this is a mini update for Pog people out there. We're working on a 4v4 mode um, where you have like a dual lane in mid. kind of It's kind of split up. Mm. Um, and we're going to be porting... Not porting. We're going to be making custom heroes for... I've been testing it on stream for the last few months. And a lot of the heroes that I'm creating are based off of Han heroes. So I have a hero right now that is like half chipper, half bombardier. That is going to be fucking awesome. He feels amazing. Puppet Master is one of those that I haven't done and I don't think I will because I literally can't think of a skill to replace for any of his stuff. He's so unique. He's a right-click intelligence carry. Does that exist in Dota? Like Lena, kind of, right? Uh... Like It feels like such a unique thing that would be awesome for the game. I think they would have to port the... Harkin's Blade item, which we've talked about before, changes your attack to magical for a hero like that. Um, there, there's so many cool Han heroes. Please, Valve, I'm begging you. Like, you don't even need to change them. Just buy the rights. Like, they'll probably give, they'll probably take like 20 bucks at this stage. The game's dead. Please get these hero concepts. Begging you. So good. 
So we'll I'm see. Looking at the int heroes. I think the closest int hero we have to carry right now is actually Nature's Prophet. Okay, sure. Probably. Nature's Prophet can be built as a right-click carry, and he does in quite a few games. Mm-hmm. Silencer. Maybe. Yeah, Windranger. Yeah, there's a few. There, there's some that can, but yeah, it's not like uh, that common, I guess. All right. Yeah. Moving on, Cinderin. So, update for all the people that were interested in the Fall Guys Battle of the Brands. As of this recording, apparently we have one week to go. Uh, the current highest bidder, I'm going to sound like a goddamn idiot for not knowing who the hell this is, FGTV, apparently the number one YouTube gaming channel has bid $422,222.22 for whatever they want to put into the game. All right. I just checked out their channel. Yes. And I hate it. (laughs) How many subs do they have? Is it actually a big channel? It must be. 6.56 million. 6.5. Okay. So it must be based on views and not subs, right? (laughs) Okay, hate it might be an exaggeration, but it looks like your classic YouTube channel with like clickbait thumbnails. C- clickbait thumbnails, and it's like who would pranks, ever do clickbait titles, pranks, like, and I, real right? life things. And it it looks like it's primarily targeted at kids. Uh, and as you have established earlier, I apparently just fucking hate kids. So you do. Therefore, I can't like this. Is con- that why you won't content. play Valorant, Cinderin? Yes, because you're being a kid about it. So I don't want to play with you. That's why. Oh, that's not very nice. Shannon, that's... I don't I don't actually like this narrative. I have nothing against kids. <laughs> <laughs> you started the narrative by saying you want to destroy the voice actor for Invoker. What? Okay, that, you said it. That is a tabloid headline right there. <laughs> that is absolutely not what you I know, said. I have grown to love clickbait based on the history of We Say Things. As you guys know, yeah. we use clickbait titles and we use them ironically. And then if we don't use them, we actually lose viewership. So now we use them ironically and unironically at the same time, Cinderin. Isn't that the beauty of the world to come oh, full circle that like possible? that? How can it's... it be both ironic and unironic at the same time? <laughs> Anything is possible. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Do you are you surprised that it's gotten to four hundred and twenty two thousand? No. How high do you think it will get to by next week is the deadline? I don't know. I th- what I thought was going to happen was that the top bidder would be a corporation, basically, not a YouTube channel. I thought somebody from, I don't know, like, you know, the classic, like, the corporations <laughs> that really try to stay in touch with the younger demographic, like Wendy's, for example, would be probably a great, like, would have been one of my guesses for somebody that could have invested into this because it's, mm. you know, it's a promo move. <laughs> it's a way of staying in touch with the youth. They all, this game is all the rage among... I mean, it's not just the young people. It's a lot of different, like, it's not a demographic, how to say, it's not like Fortnite where a vast majority of the players are very young. I think, at least that's my read on it. I think this is like very broad. I haven't played it, but I want to play. Uh, and I've seen, I've seen a lot of, like, Cinder, is there a reason you haven't played? Streams. Are you playing World of Warcraft still? Is that still happening? Cannon. Is that still we'll the save disease this for next inside episode. you? We'll save it for next episode. Okay, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, I thought maybe a brand of that kind would step in. Like, all right, the let me ask you this: because I, I wish I had the full list of all the people that have bid so far, but I noticed a couple. I won't name them, but do you think it's a viable strategy, knowing that someone will probably outbid you 
to just put your name in there, even if you can't afford it, for publicity alone. Do you think that's Wait, a real one more play? Time? So let's say you cannot. Let's say you bid a hundred thousand dollars and you cannot uh -huh. afford it. Let's say I bid a hundred thousand. I cannot afford that, but I'm doing right. it because I know somebody's going to outbid me, and it makes me. It's like a PR move. It's an advertising move for myself. You know what I mean? Is yeah, that? It sounds like a gamble. But because okay. What so what don't? happens if you do get the highest bid and you don't want to pay? It's it's not a binding. Yeah. Contract. Then I guess it just goes to the second highest. I suppose. Although maybe but they then you get I, publicly shunned. You get publicly shunned. There's the public, uh, the PR aspect to that. I can't remember if they actually signed right. contracts before or after. Uh, no idea. Not sure. Okay, so that is we'll we'll have the final update. I assume next week. Just one second be before good. we finish that topic. So I'm just trying to figure out. So this FGT thing says that it's the number one YouTube gaming channel for a, like a couple years straight now. Does that that probably doesn't mean it's the number one most viewed? It's probably just self-proclaimed, or I mean, considering that is it the, the number one most viewed? Weird. Because it could either like mean that it now. has <laughs> it could have the most views out of any YouTube gaming channel on uploads. I'm not talking about streaming, but on uploads, if they upload a lot, right? If you have five million subs, but you upload ten videos a day, and people Does watch he? that stuff, no, it's just as an example, right? Because there are some really big gaming channels on YouTube that are much bigger than that in terms of subscribers. And I don't know about their stream. Like, maybe it's the stream that's the most huge stream. I don't know. But uh, anyway, never heard of it. Don't know what it is. Me neither. But now everybody's heard huh. of it, right? Because we just brought True. it up and everybody watches slash listens to this amazing podcast that we have self-proclaimed to be the best podcast in any esport period. Speaking of the greatest esports period, League of Legends... Has a oh. new, I refuse to say the C word, a new character. It is another C a word new character. <laughs> no, can't say a that. A new champion. No, I can't That's say the it. C word, though. I know. A I just said the C word for you. C. I, champion. You know, I am so happy Valorant does not have champions. They, they call them agents. That makes me so much more willing to why do you try hate champion so much it's just it feels dirty to say i don't know i, I but but that's not because of the word that's because you don't like league right but yes the word correct. itself isn't bad Anywho, it's not a bad choice there's a new league of legends character coming out apparently named seraphine and the reason i'm bringing this up usually we won't bring up a new c word um coming <laughs> out soon <laughs> But the Just reason we fucking say champion, it's not that hard. Uh, I can't do it. We say uh, champion when we talk about tournaments. You know, the tournament had a champion. Okay, so you can say I've I've heard you say the word. I know you can say it. The champion of this tournament. That's true. Uh, the yeah. victors go the spoils. So the reason we're bringing this up is because it's so unique what uh, Riot is doing. Uh, this Seraphine character has not been officially announced. Okay, but she has like a Twitter and Instagram and all this stuff, and it's. Obviously, a very League of Legends inspired art, and all, and it's pretending to be a real person, like with a cat and music loving and all that stuff. And apparently, somebody that has been leaking stuff before for Riot, or I don't know if it's for them, but has leaked mm -hmm. that the next character will be this one. So it has a shit ton of followers now. What do you think of this marketing? Uh, I don't want to call it a ploy because that's more of a negative. Move. And a, yeah, what do you think of this PR move? I've, I personally think it's really cool and I would love to see more companies do something like this. Yeah, I think using using social media uh, to 
to do stuff like this, I think, is uh, is a really good move. It's a great way to get people talking, to get interactions, uh, to get people excited. This reminds me of, I don't want to say it was the first show that did it, because it probably wasn't, but I just remember uh, Community having a social media presence where some of the characters would have Twitters, and they would be referenced and uh, used in the show, right? And you could find them, and they were real. Um, which I thought was really, it's like, you know, funny and cool. And I think for something like this, is it, again, it's about staying in touch with the audience, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm assuming there's some of the stuff is on TikTok as well. That would just make sense if mm-hmm. they did something like this. Uh, being a majority-owned Chinese company as well and all, I believe they are, right? I'm not talking about oh, my yeah. ass here. Tencent oh, yeah. is, yeah, the majority oh, owner. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, you could, I mean, I, I think... I think what we're starting to see in games right now is that in order to really get people's attention, you'd need to start going the extra mile because there's so many people making games and there's so many people making patches and updating their stuff. So the thing that really catches people's attention is when you do something different, like Fortnite's Blackout or uh, mm. this kind of stuff is great examples. Uh, or Fall, Fall Guys second. doing this uh, PR thing with the, with the charity stuff. Uh, that's what, I mean, we're talking about it for a reason, right? So God, imagine uh, if if Valve did this for Dota one just one time just to see. I so I know for a fact Valve loves loves to experiment. Mm-hmm. This would be such a cool experiment to see. Like imagine a hero and you just come out with like their lore, you hype it up. You don't have to do it in the same way that you're pretending to be a real person, but you're hyping it up with like different yo. types of content. You can just hire somebody to do it for you. It's really cool. Imagine like a hero it. that in order to play it, you had to have linked your Twitter to Dota. And then, yeah, that's it. Okay, great. Uh, Valve, I would recommend not hiring Cinderin. He is really, I mean, <laughs> you're really bad at Twitter, by the way, I have to say. Why? I don't think you've tweeted once about this podcast in the last year. I have. I have. Once? More than once. Okay, good. Uh, I'm pretty bad at it too, though, so I can't really talk. Yeah. Uh, next thing on the list, uh, we talked about this last week, how Epic uh, is fighting Apple. Apparently, Microsoft is now backing Epic. I'm going to read a, a quote or two here. Uh, this is from Microsoft to the courts. Apple has alleged a breach of only one such agreement, and that agreement does not govern Epic's access to developer tools for the Unreal Engine, the distribution of apps that are used for development purposes by Unreal Engine licensees or various other Epic developer program accounts, writes Microsoft. Instead, the breadth of Apple's retaliation is itself an unlawful effort to maintain its monopoly and chill any action by others who dare oppose Apple. End quote. Uh, and then followed up. Wait, 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 wait. In the yes, we need Gilbert Gottfried. Oh my god, nobody wants to hear him dude. to read out our patron shoutouts. What the fuck? You just reminded remind me of him you the way of, you read this out. How does that sound like Gilbert Gottfried? That's such an insult. Because it was super overdone. You know what I was thinking it was? It sounded like the American forefathers. You know. It sounded like back in the day. You have a very, very. The very independence the of the United States of America. I mean, they sounded like idiots back then. Let's Imagine be real. They talk like that while they wrote the Constitution. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense. It would make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not to go into that anymore. Um, but 
our friend Slasher tweeted as of a few hours ago, uh, by this recording at least, breaking mm-hmm. news, as expected, the judge in App in Epic versus Apple has denied Epic's motion to temporarily restore Fortnite to the App Store, but has ordered Apple to not block Unreal Engine access. So that is a... I mean, I think that's kind of what we thought was going to happen, but it's good to see that it's at least official. I'm not sure what kind of ramifications, if any, Apple... I mean, Apple and Epic are still going to go at it. So we'll probably have Mm -hmm. to touch base in the future to see what ends up happening overall. What do you you hope happens? What do you think is best for games? uh, I think it would be best if Apple didn't exist. Okay, I don't think that's a likely outcome of this lawsuit. So, Probably what's your not. second best? Um, I don't care. <laughs> okay. I want Apple to hurt Cinderin. I don't okay. like them. Don't like their business right. practices. Okay. 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 Uh, I, Shannon I th- hates I think we fruit. we talked about this last time. I think both companies are being kind of like you know pieces of garbage to some degree, at least. But I think most gamers would definitely side with Epic because the way that Apple kind of, you know, police their iOS store is kind of ridiculous in this day and age, mm-hmm. you know, where like open source is so common, like Google, I don't know how stringent they are with their stuff. I know they were involved in this as well, but the fact that you can put anything you want technically on an Android phone because it's based off Linux is completely different than fucking iOS, which is, you can't do anything. Uh I hate Apple. Did I mention that? Don't care about them. Okay. That's news to me. Uh, Last topic before we get on to the Patreon mailbag, Cinderin. Apparently, I don't know how accurate this is, but I figured it would be an interesting topic to end on. Scientists have said an exploding star likely caused the mass extinction on Earth for the dinosaurs, Cinderin. Wait, was that for the dinosaurs? Maybe I just made that up. Let me search dinosaurs real quick. This is okay. before dinosaurs. I literally made that up. So one of the... It's before dinosaurs. So they've had several mass extinctions, and this mm-hmm. one apparently was because of an exploding star, which I find very interesting. But the reason I brought this up, which now doesn't make any sense to bring up, but I will anyway. <laughs> Do you like dinosaurs? <laughs> Yes, Shannon. I love raptors. Good. I'm so glad to hear it. <laughs> Do you believe that the dinosaurs died to an asteroid, Cinderin? Um, they died due to climate change of some sort, probably. Do you have okay? So do you have a belief? I know that you're not. It's not going to be like I 100% believe this or whatever. But do you lean towards any quote unquote? I think the going theory the, right now is the asteroid. I guess the asteroid changing the ecosystem. It's not like the impact that just killed all dinosaurs instantly, right? It was the mm. following change in climate that probably <laughs> did it, right? Okay. Thank or it you. would have to be a really big fucking asteroid to hit everything. And then with the Earth even, yeah, you know. Anyway. I mean, I wonder how big... I mean, the asteroids don't have to... I mean, they're pretty big to cause a mass extinction, obviously. Uh, but mammals survived, Cinderin. A lot of species yeah. survived, but not beautiful actually they're not beautiful opens... dinosaurs have feathers and disgusting i'll they're just birds. i'll just read out the subheadline of the of the thing you referenced here it says scientists are starting to suspect that an ancient supernova irradiated our entire planet killing much of its life mm-hmm. 
the real question still remains what if it had killed all life could it return right that's always the the thing is okay does life just begin to exist or has it always been there in some form right yes very philosophical like, question could here. could could it theoretically wipe out all life forms on earth and they would and life would find its way back or would that be the end and because of that that might be why they're saying killing much of its life not all because they couldn't explain if it killed all life how it came back so it's easier to believe that a lot was lost but not all maybe yeah no i would agree with that um, uh, apparently there is an asteroid heading for earth Cinderin. did you know this isn't there an asteroid heading for earth like every year and then apparently they always miss? it's a bigger one than usual which oh it's always Nikki a bigger was... one than usual as well so. well but it remember what year it is okay yeah it's 2020 Cinderin. is it possible yeah yeah it's possible it's always possible. It possible you know i always found it okay, interesting here's here's that... my question for you if an asteroid had to hit earth where do you want it to land <laughs> Uh, right on my face. Oh, oh, that's what would it, that's well, sad. It, I think it's technically it would do less damage if it was on land, right? I think that's proof. I thought you were going to say technically it would do less damage to humanity if it. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a piece. You're a horrible friend. <laughs> you're horrible. I hate you. But uh, yeah, I, I always found it comical that we <laughs> at this stage. We can see the asteroids coming, but we can't do anything about it. So is it even good to know? Like, why tell the public there's an asteroid coming, guys? Okay. 2020 asteroid. We've named it already. It's good advertisement for NASA. It's like the hero or champion, sorry, in League of Legends. You get people talking. You're like, hey, there's an asteroid heading this way, by the way. You guys know who's keeping track of asteroids? NASA. (laughs) Apply now. Yes, apply now, please. You may be... Maybe the asteroid won't end us all. Okay. Uh, with that, we'll go to the Patreon mailbag where we have uh, two questions. Uh, the first one yes. is from Pitch Black, who asks, I would have a question for the mailbag if that's okay. Do you think not yeah, okay. it, is, Next it question. is okay? Do you think Next it's question, easier? Not okay. okay. Do you think it's easier to learn League of Legends for someone coming from Dota 2, or is it easier to learn Dota 2 for someone coming from LOL? And then for some reason, he adds, I hope this question upsets both of you. <laughs> Best wishes. Thank you. <laughs> um, so the implied thing here is obviously it's easier to earn learn either game if you play one, right? Than mm-hmm. for somebody who plays neither, uh, right. which is clear. Um, mm-hmm. Which one would be easier to transition from into? I think I would say it's easier to learn League for someone that plays Dota because from my perspective, Dota has more layers of complexity. Uh, and League in many aspects is... Uh, a simpler version which makes it more casual friendly in a lot of ways uh, but also makes it less deep in a lot of ways Um, so that would be my choice i think it's easier to go to league from dota than the other way but i think it's also overrated how hard it is to get into dota and get good at it if you've played a lot of league a lot of people are like it doesn't matter dota is so much harder you having played league doesn't matter of course it matters it's so many core things of the games are the same that you can obviously transfer a huge amount of skill compared to somebody who has never played the genre. Um, so, but yeah, League There's would be the a lot more skill way. shots in League, so that's yeah. something you'd have to get yes. used to. But yeah, I t- I agree. It's more I about agree. micro stuff, uh, small skill shots, hitting skill shots, moving your hero to, perfectly. And you do have overall to try and stay awake while you play as well, which can be difficult with League. Yeah, uh, so might be a little harder in that respect, especially if you're 
have narcolepsy. So next question is from Sean Chivers. Hey, Suns fan and Cinderin. Not sure if this has been done before or if it's something either of you are interested in, but I was thinking of the mailbag question. You could do a ship of the- Theseus. I, I'm so ship bad. Ship of Theseus. Type thought experiment for Dota 2. The ship of Theseus thought experiment basically being, if I replace a plank of wood on a ship, is it still the same ship? If over 100 years we replace every plank, is it still the same ship? At what point does it stop being the same? For Dota, I guess it would be heroes, mechanics, map layouts, objectives, buildings, items, etc. How would you need to be, or how much would need to be removed or replaced for it to not be considered Dota 2 anymore? Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. So I think what you, from my perspective, Cinderin, for it to not be Dota anymore is to release a cosmetic that turns a fat, disgusting pig into a puppet that squishes every time <laughs> you use a spell. Thoughts? <laughs> that was scary. Holy shit. That is a scary noise you just made. I can actually do a pretty good crying baby impression, but that do will it. not be on the podcast. Do no, it? No, no, not happening. You can find that on my stream. I haven't done that in a while, though, actually. But. Cinderin, do it. Oops, I just shook my table because I got so excited. Um, All right, what are your thoughts on this? Very interesting question. It's a philosophical question, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the answer, in a way, if this makes sense, the answer is the same for both, I think. It's like... Your answer to when the ship stops being a ship. Bless you. Ooh. And your answer to when the when Dota stops being Dota is kind of it's kind of just about how you philosophically think about it, right? I don't know. That's how I would say. So and what do you think? W- would would you agree with that, first of all? Well, of course. Yes. 100%. Okay. So let's let's think about the boat then, because I think that's simpler. Okay. Do you do you think at any point it's a new boat? No. So it's to you, it's just the same ship the whole way, and you just yes. replace planks, and it's still the same ship. Yes. Okay. So in Dota, if we replaced every single hero with a new one, one by one, and replaced the map with different trees, <clears> and <throat> renamed the game League of Legends, and <laughs> everything, it would still be Dota. No, because you renamed it. It's a different well, game. Okay, then. we could rename the ship, too. Okay, then it's a different ship. Really? So it's the name. Yes, it's the name. That changes it for you. So let's say the ship is called Mary... <laughs> And now you replace one plank, and now you call it John. <laughs> it's a new ship. New ship? Yep. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> what? Yes. 100% agree. Yep. Totally. Where Why are we going with this, Cinder? Where are you going with this? It's technically a new ship. You named it something else. You know, you, you change your name. You're a new human being. You know? I can't. What are, what's your opinion on this, Cinderin? At what point does it become a new game for you? I don't know. I was, I, I was following you the whole time until you said this shit about the names. <laughs> it's fine. Just go with I, it. Yeah. I think I'm leaning to that way of thinking about it, too. If you change one bit at a time until everything is changed, it is still Dota, I think. I mean, if you think about it, we've kind of almost gone there haven't we if you think about it like so okay let me think like 15 years and you compare dota back then to dota now i guess you know there's still some items that are largely the same and some heroes that are largely the same but Mm. everything has had changes and we still consider it the same game right but here's here's the thing that i disagree with um so we're talking about literal planks of the ship right as the analogy here 
So for Dota, you can't say it's everything part of it. Because with the ship, if you change the planks one by one, eventually mm -hmm. it's all new planks. But yeah. I still consider it the same ship because it's still a ship. Whereas with Dota, you can change mechanics to actually make it not like Dota anymore. Right? You can change okay. it to League of Legends. Like there's, I think the one-to-one, -one, I'll take back what I said. I don't think it is a one-to-one -one with the ship at all. Unless you want to go okay. with the analogy that the ship doesn't float anymore because you made this right. change to it, right? You changed every plank and you replaced it with wheels. Right. And then you put, you made it a submarine that has wheels, right? Totally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just full of good ideas today. What can I say? I'm here all week. Mm, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's definitely a certain point where it does not become Dota anymore, for sure. But right. to every, everybody's going to have a different opinion on what, what that threshold is. Right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay, so so how much would need to... So that was the final part of the question. How much would need to be removed or replaced for it to not be considered Dota 2 anymore? So what would be the... Th this is hard to answer, but what do you think answer. is the most critical thing that makes Dota what it is? Ice like, Frog. If you take that away, do you think if Ice Frog stopped working on the game entirely that the game would not be Dota anymore? I think... I don't no. agree with that. I don't know. I don't We've actually had, agree with that multiple different developers on this game i, I think the just... game would slowly die without ice frog i'm actually being serious about that okay uh, i think he's a special type of person uh mm -hmm. that doesn't exist in any other game that i know of um, <laughs> oh, i thought you were going to say that doesn't exist period <laughs> he, he might not exist in real life i don't know um, I, I think that's but... an impossible question to answer because there's so many different like little complexities that come to dota 2 right? mm -hmm. you can't just pinpoint one thing changing right Right. I'll tell you, like, if they made the map symmetrical, like I've always wanted, it would still be Dota 2, Cinder, believe it or not. If they added yeah, the fountain to actually just absolutely bend people over if they got into the enemy fountain, that would still be Dota 2. And guess what? That's going to be Dota 2 in two years after all the micro buffs year after year that Valve's going to make. Okay? okay. Got it? Got it. Good. All right. So that's the end of... Episode 67 of We Say Things. Cinderin, would you like to go to Bruges with me? Yeah, that sounds Have like Have you fun. seen in Bruges, which is the prerequisite? No. Okay. no, but if we're planning to go to Bruges, I don't want to watch the movie because then that's going to spoil the real Bruges for me. <laughs> so really? now I'm definitely not going to watch it. Yeah, because then we can go to Bruges and I haven't seen anything from But it. we will never have gone. To, we will never go to in Bruges if you don't watch it. So why not? It's a never ending because that's the prerequisite, like I just said. Well, who gets to choose that? I just I already did. All right. What if thanks we for watch watching. it in what if we watch in Bruges and Bruges? I mean that that's fine. If you want to watch it together. Okay. But you'd have to like I would literally make you sign a contract because I <laughs> I am not fucking <laughs> flying to Bruges and having you dodge watching in Bruges there, okay? But it would be fitting to watch Bru in Bruges in Bruges. Huh, that actually fits. So to fulfill the contract, I need to go to Bruges and watch in Bruges with you. Yes. But then I can go home immediately. I mean, that's up to you. I know you wouldn't do that, okay. so you can do whatever you want. Oh, you I, don't I, know me. I'm glad to walk around in Bruges. Mm. It looks like a real fairy tale city. So very happy to do it. Okay, that brings us to the end. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks for listening. Until next time, Suns fan and Cinderman. By the way, bye. what do you think of the what do you think of the Okay, not by the nickname of Cindy? Do you like it?
Not in particular. Okay. But I don't See you guys hate it either. Later, Cindy. Okay. Bye. Okay. Now I hate it. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Yeah.